Hello everyone, it's LaDawn here with you guys today. Hey all, I love you guys. Um, you know, I love you all. Saints, sinners, Muslims, Bo uh, Buddhists, Catholics, whoever, I don't care. You know, um, I, I just want everyone here to enjoy the Word of Christ. You know, I, I want someone to get something out of these podcasts. I, I'm spreading the gospel in every way I can, through my books, through my social media, through my podcast. You know, I'm going to start engaging in speaking engagements and book signings, guys. Um, I just would love for you to come on this journey with me. Please share this. Please be supportive. You know, you can support me by any donation. If if the Lord leads you to do so, uh, please do, you know. But I'm here, and I just want to speak my my truth. I want to speak testimony. You know, um, this podcast, a lot of it, a lot of it, probably like 85% of it is going to be based on testimonies because that is how powerful testimonies are. I want you guys to understand. I want you to understand that reason that God gives us trials and tribulations in life. Because, you know, these things, they... When you tell it to other people, they're powerful. You don't know how powerful they are. You know, and what is our goal here? Our goal here is to get many people to Christ as we can. This is why I say I love all. You know, because Christ loves all. You guys, we have to learn how to walk in the love of Christ and love like He would love and think like He would think. You know, this is why um, all my life I thought I was saved, guys. I thought I was saved. You know, because I thought, you know, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And, um, you know, I, I repented sometimes. I prayed sometimes. I went to church. And, you know, it's more to it than that, guys. And I want everyone to understand that. You know, I'm going to talk about the scripture a lot. Hosea 4, 6, my people will perish due to lack of knowledge. Once I got saved, once I truly got saved, um, oh my God, I was blessed with the Holy Spirit. I was blessed to understand the word in ways I've never been able to before. I am going to share a lot of um, information on here with um, different uh, ministries to, that really know how to break the Bible down. Uh, the Bible is broken down in parables, and, and that's for a reason. You know, it's kind of like a secret code between us and God. And, and people don't know that, but it is. Those chosen ones are going to know, they're going to understand, they're going to realize what God is saying in those parables. Those ones who are not won't understand it ever. A lot of people may not understand that, but you'll understand as time goes on. My friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I love you guys. You just don't know. Um, I love Christ. Oh, God, I love Christ. You, you, you guys don't know. It, it is just my testimonies are amazing. And, and that's what it is because I have a life of them. A whole life of testimonies. You guys probably do too. Um, um, I'm going to eventually set up my podcast where I can 
accept you guys in uh, on, on phone calls. I would love to do that. Um, but, of course, I, I need to grow my followers a little more. And, uh, and I need to, you know, play with this a little more. Um, not play with this, but... You know, how to use it and edit and all of that. Um, that's going to come to me uh, through Christ because it was Christ who led me to start this. Just like it was Christ who led me to write the book. I'm actually working on my second book and I'm getting really close to completing that one. Um, the first book is From Hell to Heaven, uh, Guide to Salvation. The one I'm working on now is, is, is a series now, guys, okay? But the one I'm working on now is From Hell to Heaven. The rapture and the tribulation. And the next one is going to be from hell to heaven. Christ versus religion. And that is the one that's going to be powerful. Because you guys got to know. Satan is using many different forms. Many different ways to deceive us. And religion is probably the biggest one. It's the biggest one. So many people are deceived through religion. Even some Christians. Yeah, you know... um. Writing my book, I, I, I read about a study that they did, and I think it's six out of every ten Christians are practicing New Age religion, a form of it, and don't even know how. So, yeah, um, and if you don't know what New Age religion is, I will have a podcast one day um, about religion, and I will, you know, do my best to invite some guests on to... to um, engage with me on it and uh yeah i want you guys to hear you know um because religion is powerful and it is the way that many many people are deceived you got 7.5 billion people in the world you know you 1.5 billion of those people are muslim you got another 1.2 billion of those people who are are, are catholics you know, and, and one thing about this podcast, guys, I am going to keep it real. It's going to be raw and uncut. I will not sugarcoat anything because I am here to spread the gospel, the true doctrine of Jesus Christ, and nothing more. Okay, so I don't have room, and I'm not here to judge anyone, but I will speak the word of God. And if that is judging, then if you can, condemn me. You know, like Jesus said, you who are without sin can condemn this woman who has committed adultery. And not one of them could. So, yeah, I'm going to speak the word of God because I love him and I love you and I want you to know the truth. You know, when I say 1.5 billion people are Muslim, well, that's because... These 1.5 billion people don't even believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and that we had to pray to Jesus to get to God. we got to go to Jesus to get to the Father. There's no other way. They want you to think there's another way, and it's not. They want you to think, oh, I can pray a million times a day, and it doesn't matter if you're not praying through Jesus Christ. So it's deceit. It's deceived all those millions and millions and billions of people. Okay, then you got the Catholics. Yeah, they talk about Jesus. They know Jesus is the Savior and all that. But who are they praying to? They're praying to Mary. No, 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 no. Mary doesn't hear your prayers. 
Mary's in heaven minding her own business, having a beautiful time. You have to go through Jesus. You can't go through Mary. You can't go through the earth. You can't go through the wind, the fire, the spirits. You can't go through any of those sources. All those sources are not of God. There's only one way, and that is through Jesus Christ. And I want everybody to know that. And each testimony on this podcast that I have, I want you to hear it for yourself. I want you to hear it for in the word that I read to you from the Bible. You know, the Bible is basic instructions before leaving earth. Because we got to know, guys, that this place is temporary. What you do here is going to determine where you go from here. I want you to, I want you to let that sink in. I want you guys to really let that sink in. What you do here is what's going to determine where you go from here. You guys understand? Yeah, so this is a temporary place. And the Bible has every instruction in it that you need to get to the right place. Now, whether or not you want to accept that instruction is, is up to you. You can deny it. You can deny Christ. You can, you can do what you want. God gave you free will. long as you know the consequences of it. You will not inherit the kingdom of God without Jesus Christ. And if you have one place or the other to go to, well, what does that say? Yeah, I'm not going to get on here and I'm not going to say, oh, you're going to go to, to hell. No. But you have a choice. The Lord said, you're either for me or against me. We can't be in the middle. For years I was in the middle. Because we're living in the flesh. We're going to read about the flesh in Galatians. And we're also going to read in Ephesians how to fight it. You know, um... Like I said, everything that you need to know is here. Did you guys not know that most of your wickedness comes from your heart? Yeah, we had to pray for a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, O oh Lord. You all were born for a purpose. God's purpose. Many people stray from that purpose because they want to do what they want to do. They want to make plans for their own life. I used to want to make plans for my own life. Sure, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, I wanted to do And everything I did failed because I was not doing the work of God. I wasn't doing my purpose. I wasn't doing what he intended for me to do. No matter how good I was at those other things. I could have been the top seller, or the, you know, but it, it all ended because I wasn't doing what I was called to do. I always knew I was called to be a writer. I just didn't know I'd be a writer to this extent, this power, a writer for God. I love it. I love it. And if you guys know, when I'm writing, when I'm writing my books, if you could not know, oh my God, if I could just show you in a, in a, um, a reenactment of how the Holy Spirit takes over my hand at times. 
how the Holy Spirit speaks to me and tells me, no, don't write that, write this, go here, go there for you. Yep, that information's okay, put that there. And even times when I think, okay, I'm through, and you know, the Holy Spirit is telling me, nope, you're not through yet. Come on, let's go, let's go finish. <laughs> it's amazing. God and his power is amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, you know, sometimes we can go pray to God for something, but sometimes God's answer is no. And there are reasons for trials and tribulations. You got to be strong out here. But you you can't just be strong. You have to be strong in Christ. You have to be strong in Christ. Because his powerful authority is no other higher power over it. None, no other. You know, people get out here and they say, um, pray to the ancestors. Well, why are you praying to your dead relatives? They don't hear you. Pray to Jesus Christ. What so many find that hard, they reject the very man who endured so much pain in his own life for them. Who the Holy Spirit came over me with that one? The same one who was subjected to nails been buried in his hand and draped around his head and through his stomach and through his feet on a cross being stabbed and cut in the side of his waist by Roman soldiers. The same one who endured this type of torment and torture for you because he loved you. And I'm sorry I get emotional, man, because, you know, I always cry about Christ. But one time I could clearly hear him say, I don't want you to cry for me. Cry for yourselves. I read it too. And I heard it. Cry for yourselves. He's saved. He's, he's in a safe place. But he gave his life for a world of people who were rejecting. He gave his life for a world of people who were rejecting. I want you to let this sink in. I hope it's touching your spirit like it's touching mine. So yeah, a lot of the wickedness comes from man's heart. We have to pray for a clean heart. And uh, how you do that, you go to the B-I-B-L-E. Basics Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Write that down. The Holy Bible. The Word of God. No book more powerful than this. Hey! Okay, guys, I'm going to read Psalm 51 with you. Okay? Listen to it. Have mercy upon me, O God, according 
unto thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in the sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be withered than snow, whiter than snow, I'm sorry. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities. Uh, I want y'all to listen to this one. Psalm 51.10 Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. You hear that? When y'all hear me speaking in tongue, you know the Holy Spirit is, is, is tugging at me. It's talking to me. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's what I want you to tell them. Right there. Right there. That's it. That's it. Create in me a clean heart. What I tell y'all, wickedness comes from man's heart. I, I didn't know that. I know now. Remember, my people will perish due to lack of knowledge. We have to pray for our heart to be cleansed. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Please don't take the Holy Spirit from me, because I've lived without it. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And once I was blessed with it, guys, wow. <laughs> well, I can't explain the beauty of it. It's like having a best friend constantly with you. Telling you, don't do that. You know you're wrong for that. No, don't do that. Mm -mm. We don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit with our sin. That's what we don't want to do. When we're blessed with the Holy Spirit, we don't want to grieve it. Your conscience will eat you alive. Your spirit will. We do not want to grieve the Holy Spirit with our sin. Okay, restore to me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. You hear this? They prayed for a clean heart and a renewal of the right spirit. And teach me your ways. And what I will do is I will... Teach transgressors your ways, and teach sinners. Upon them they shall be converted unto Christ. You hear that? 
This Psalms 51 is powerful. It's powerful. So I'm going to say that again, guys. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness. O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Oh, let me read that again to you guys. That's Psalms 51, 14. Deliver me from blood guiltiness. O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Do y'all hear that? Isn't that beautiful? Okay. I love Psalms 51, guys. I love it. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall shew forth thy praise. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall shew forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. Listen to this one again. For thou desirest not sacrifice. If you did, I would give it. You hear that? So, I want, I know this podcast reaches the world. And there are still places in Africa and everywhere else where they're practicing some religion that is going to ask them for a sacrifice. That's not of God. My people, that's not of God. That's not of anything good. It's not of anything good at all. Not at all. The Lord doesn't, doesn't require a sacrifice. Jesus Christ was the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus Christ was. Remember that, my people. Remember that. Okay. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O oh God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Them shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar. This is a powerful um, book, uh, book in, in, in the Holy Bible, um, Psalms 51. I, I want you guys to take the time. I, I read the King James Version, me personally, because I know um, um, a lot of the other ones, there's been a lot of scripture removed. Okay, so I do, I read the King James Version. So yeah, you guys, just, uh, I want you to take the time out. Spend some time with yourself, and I want you to read Psalm 51. I'm going to share so many scripture with you, go over it with you. You know, again, eventually I'll open up a phone line where we can call in when you have questions, and we can talk about the word, we can talk about the scripture. Um, 
I just I want you guys to get familiar with studying the Word of God, spending time each day with the Word of God. And let me tell you this, my mentor, and my mentor is Bishop Charles Martin. Bishop Charles Martin. Um, I want you guys, if you got Facebook or whatever, please look him up on Facebook. Please join in on his lives. This man is a true man of God. I have received multiple confirmations on this with the Holy Spirit and prayer. This man's a true man of God. And and um, so he has this midnight prayer. And I, I tuned in last night. And I heard him say to have Holy Communion. I, I want you to see guys to know what's so amazing about this too but he was he was preaching about having holy communion for health for protection for your safety for good health and all that right and i would just remember when this virus first broke out um the holy spirit led me to have holy communion with me and my daughters at home because my daughters are still home with me my sons are are not they're adults now <laughs> but you know um but my daughters me and my daughters we had holy communion at home and uh and i put the holy oil around my front door like the passover you understand hey let me tell you put your trust in god don't put your trust in the vaccine or, or what anybody says Put your trust in the Lord. If you don't believe me, you go to the scripture for it. Go to God. Seek Him and you will find Him. Seek God, seek Christ with your whole heart and you will find Him. It's written. It is written, guys. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us, my people. He loves us. And remember, your purpose is not always his purpose. You have to pray for God's will. Pray for your calling. Pray for your purpose. So that you don't waste time in life. Listen, I I, I have something to verify that and back it up. So, um, as much as I'm enjoying you guys, <laughs> uh, what I want to do now is I want to play... Um, a testimony from Inky Johnson, okay, and uh, Inky Johnson is an ex-NFL player. I want you to hear his testimony. So get ready for that, guys. Um, remember, I love you. Uh, we're going to have a prayer before the end of the podcast, and uh, just listen to this. Listen to this. It is such an amazing powerful testimony you guys know how i am about testimony so get ready for it you're going to enjoy it too and i come into my junior year and i'm about to get exactly what i want about to get this thing called nfl and i'm 10 games away from this dream that I wanted my whole life, right? This thing that I've been working for my whole life. My whole life is dedicated to this one game. I'm up Saturday mornings, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. 
two miles to a fire station, two miles back home. I'm in the park, 9.30, 10 at night, doing everything in my life surrounded the game of football. I'm sitting at home at night. I'm throwing balls up to the ceiling, and I'm catching them different type of ways, trying to see if a receiver wants to check me, if I want to catch an intercept. Like, everything revolved around this game, and I finally get in a position in my life to where now I'm 10 games away from it. I got the paperwork that states I'm about to be an NFL draft pick. NFL on top of the paper. Inky Johnson projected top 30 automatic multi-millionaire. Now all you have to do, the hard part's over. Just play the next 10 football games, Ink. You, you, you made it. And I go out in a silly game against Air Force, two minutes left, and I go to make a tackle that I can make with my eyes closed. And I hit this guy, and as soon as I hit him, I knew it was a problem, but I didn't think it would be this type of problem. Like, you know how when things happen, you're like, ah, oh, I didn't expect that. But I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy. And when I hit him, every breath in my body left. My body goes completely limp. I fall to the ground. I blacked out. My eyes open. I'm still not, you know, too concerned because it's football. I told Pastor, I never thought about a career in an injury. You have injuries within the game. When my eyes open, guys run over, ink. let's rock, man. Let's go. Let's finish him off. And I'm like, I, I can't. They're like, what do you mean you can't? You're a starting corner. Get up. You can nurse your injury after the game, man. I'm like, no, I can't. They said, what do you mean you can't? I said, I can't move. It's a shock. Neck to my toes. I can't feel anything. Shock leaves. It stays in my right arm and hand. I'm like, maybe I got a bad stinger. They put me on the spine board, willing me off the field. Doctor says to me as he's walking beside me, I don't know how you're still alive, so you don't have any pulse. We get to the ambulance. My father's standing there. I'm like, Pops, I laid it on him, right? I put it on him, right? My dad's like, yeah, but I think you got the worst part of this for me. Doctor said, we're going to take you over, run a couple tests, bring you back into the room. Everything will be cool. They run the test. They bring me back into the room. Mom comes in, kisses, prays. Son, you'll be fine. She's going to walk out. Doctors rush in. Head boy says, hey, man, we got to rush him back to surgery. He's about to die. And I look at him and I want to ask him, like, man, you can't use another word. Like, you're just sitting there, brother. How y'all say die? Like, you sure die, man? And he could tell from how I'm looking at him that I'm questioning him. He says to me, you ruptured a subclavian artery in your chest. You're bleeding internally. If we don't perform this surgery tonight, I guarantee you, you won't be here no more. From seven years old to 20 years old, boiled down to one more. The sacrifice, the dedication, the commitment came down to one more. Hey guys, welcome to my backyard. Guess what? Dean Graciosi is my neighbor, and we just got done hanging out here in the backyard. And the next morning, I woke up from that surgery. The NFL on my scale of life. That big. SEC championship. That big. Cornerback. That big. I was embarrassed. I'm sitting there and people coming into my room like, Inky, man, I'm sorry about what happened to you. And I'm saying to myself, man, Inky, you really messed it up this time. Like, man, that's really the only thing you wanted, huh? Like, you just thought, because you grew up in this um, so-called hood, two-bedroom home, 14 people. Like, the only thing you really wanted was the NFL. That's it. I'm like, man, you limited God to that? Like, life holds no substance, no value. 
right? Efficient, but not effective. I did things right, but I never did the right thing. And now the thing I placed my identity in, now it's gone. That's why I laugh at people when they say, man, if I could just get this, I'll be. Man, if I could just get this position, I'll be. Woo. Man, if I could just get this amount of money, I'll be. I'm like, woo. But what happens even if you get it or you don't get it? What happens when God says yes and no? Like, do you have the ability to accept what you don't understand? Can you still see God's plan when it didn't go the way that you thought it would go? Can you handle when things get off course? I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, man, I'm eight games away and God is redirecting me. And I'm like, God, just let me get to the NFL, then redirect me. Like, let me get the contract, then redirect me so I can help my family. And God's like, no, son, I need you to really go that way. And I'm like, you sure? Like, man, I need to go this way. He's like, no, I need you to go this way. I got something greater for you. Now, it might take a little longer to manifest, but I got something even sweeter. Like, I got something more fulfilling. I got something more rewarding. I got something, son, that's going to carry you for the rest of your life. Like, it's an amazing thing. I knew this was what I was supposed to be doing when one day I'm backstage and I got the same feeling that I got when I used to be in the tunnel before I was running out of Neyland Stadium. And I said, thank you, God. And so now I live my life a certain type of way according to what God has done. I live my life a certain type of way according to the power that I know the Lord possesses. I live my life a certain type. Like when I go to the Lord in prayer, I go bold. And every time I go bold, I'm so thankful that that's not me and my Lord's first time communicating. Do you sometimes find the fear?